Everybody's being blessed and inspired, motivated, captivated, all that great stuff. And I hope you're being just moved and pushed to operate in your greatness, your passion, whatever it is, the things that you love to do, what you dream about, what you sleep about, everything. And, I, and this is your season to move forward in the things that you love to do. You know, I have a passion to see people um, live their best life, be happy, operate their greatness, because I believe I'm just one of those people who are optimistic and believe we all got something great to do. Doesn't mean you got to be popular all over the world, but I just believe there's something that God has given you that's a purpose. And so that's why I have my next speaker here, because she's definitely one who knows, <clears throat> excuse me, what it is to utilize skills, passion, talent, experiences into all of her entrepreneurial endeavors, the things that she do for the community, and I'm gonna let her expound on all of that. But I want to welcome to everybody, Miss Adrian Yune. Thanks for being here, girl. Hi, thank you for having me. Yay! So I want you to know that Miss A is going to talk about purpose and God-given gift, talent, and experience, and she's going to lay that all down. But before we get into the interview, I'm going to read a snippet of her bio, so you know mm. who she is. Um, Adrian Yune, a dancer, singer, actor, production company, and proud member of Sigma Gamma Rho sorority, has historically, yes, I threw that in there, <laughs> has historically used theater and dance to foster enhancement of social life, impulse control, anger management skills, that's D, to underserved and at risk, that's why in quotations, youth and women in various parts of the world, while Adrian Yune has committed to assist with a vocational training center, and English and computer training centers, as well as spearheaded the Disposable Sanitary Napkin Project in East Africa, Kenya. That I definitely want to get into. Kenya Villages. She's excited to announce her immersive cabaret-style comedic funny whodunit um, that plays at various locations in NYC, New York, and South Florida. Her first career was of that of film, television, dance, and musical theater, performing arts, who created a 50, she also created a 5013C program um, focused on girls that's based in the arts and dance and dance ministry. The funny who done it serves as the capital to raise for her Kenya mission work as well as her girls coalition. You're doing great and you are one who have taken your taken your talents to pour into the children, the next generation. And I think that is so great. What motivated you to translate and utilize all of your skills, your passion, your talent into all the things that you're doing for the community, for the next generation, all of that. <laughs> well, first I have to say thank you. I mean, that sounds absolutely crazy. Just <laughs> Can I say that? That's bananas. Um, you know, some would say that that's pretty schizophrenic, you right. know, because... So like you and I said uh, prior to um, jumping on the interview, yes, we grow up, you know, at home, at school, at church, thinking that everything has to be so cookie cutter, that it's going to be all spelled out. And it's just really not that way. Right. Um, so, you know, thinking about that and then listening to what you've just read, you know, it still makes me feel like, oh, my God, that sounds a little schizophrenic, even though I know that it's not. That's that old school teaching exactly. up, you know, because to be a generalist 
versus a um, um, what, what are they the the experts you know on a particular topic or what were they, they the specialists right you know specialists are great you know right in one lane of right. their specialty right but people like us that have eclectic backgrounds you know um, that some would say we're all over the place without yeah. that particular personality type. Um, and and the the person having the willingness to go forward and all those talents at the pretty sometimes at the same time because sometimes they're all required. Right. Without that, a lot wouldn't get done on the earth. Right. A lot would not get done exactly. on the earth. Exactly. You know. So I, even though I'm I've grown up in that and I continue to grow up in that understanding. Listening to you right now, just now, read that bio, girl. I had to hold my head for a I second, but <laughs> it's a lot. And, and to think. It's a progression. Right. Yeah, using all of those skills and talents you have to do all the things you're doing, because everything you pretty much do incorporates everything, who you are. Yeah, it, all kind of, it does this. It yeah. all relates. Okay, so let me tell you what happened. Um, when I was attending um, an AME church, I grew up in an AME church in Fort Lauderdale, and somewhere when I was around... It had to be somewhere around 14 or 15 years old. I was walking down one of the corridors at the church, and this deacon said something to me that stung for decades. He said, why don't you do just one thing? Mm. It, it, he said, you're going to end up being jack of all trades, master of none. I heard that, yep. And I didn't really understand the statement, but it stung to my core and it caused me I don't want to use the word confusion but it caused me a bit of um, wonderment as I grew up there were all of these things that you know I knew that I could do I knew that I was supposed to do I, I, I knew they worked together but you know they weren't around me to show me how to do that so I did all these things at once I started helping out in business at the age of 14 um, establishing businesses, helping grown-ups, grown folks um, that are supposedly established in business, helping them to manage and run their businesses, wow. um, being responsible for large sums of money, closing up at night. Um, wow. And I had an aunt that worked in the bank. She was a, a branch manager at what used to be Sunbank. I forget oh, what it was okay. before, but it used to be Sunbank. Yeah. And um, you know, she taught me how to deal with the money, the best way that the banks like to have the money is all the heads going in the same direction. So I got all of this finance and business development experience starting at 18. Wow. While I was singing, dancing, and acting at the performing arts school. So I couldn't help but to grow up with all those things meshed together. Right. So I was um, brought up in business by my grandfather because he worked at the post office during the day. But at night, he worked at the Pompano Harness Track. So he was the guy in the bathroom with the candies, the little mint candies, yes. and the, you know, spearmint gums and all that stuff, and you drop a quarter, a dollar, or whatever. Right. And so he was a black guy in the bathroom with all the Caucasian patrons coming in, some of them tipping, some of them not. So I grew up going to the store with him on Saturdays to figure out how much of the money that was made for the week spent on supplies. Okay? So... We would purchase all the candies and we'd divvy them up and he'd have them in his little bag. We set the bag up for him to go to the night job with. And every morning when I woke up to go to school, mama, my grandmother, um, she'd, no, no, come on, 
ready for school uh-huh. and the money would be from the night before would be on the table because by this time my grandfather's back at work for 7 a.m at the post office wow looking at now 7 a.m i'm standing up at the kitchen table putting the quarters and the nickels and the dimes and the pennies and the dollars and oh a five dollar bill oh my god a ten dollar bill or you know someone that would come in from up north you know regularly would right. come and drop maybe like a twenty dollar tip so i learned uh the handlings of money i got into finance i'd have to say i'm pretty sure i was doing it as early as eight nine wow. ten so you think about that until 14 and then running being uh, made the night manager at a baskin robbins at 14 handling wow. large sums of money for that place. Okay. Um, I didn't know that my grandmother had my grandfather in the mall sitting up at night and at the other end making sure that I was safe. But you know, I thought I was doing a big thing. Um, so I had all of that business development skill set placed in me solidly by the time I was 15 years old. Mm. So there was no way for me to go to college for dance and not take that aspect with me. Right. Right. You know, and then you fast forward in life and then you, you know, start getting really involved in, in church from, from, from a personal understanding perspective. And, you know, I, I, was, I, I was very busy in church, but there was always a peace and fulfilled because I had come out of the world. Right. right. I had come out of, you know, working in the world. And by this time you figure I'm busy in ministry. I'm at a church, ain't making no money, right. can't pay for nothing, you know, but it's a major blessing and yada, yada, yada. But we yeah. all broke, we're all busted, we're all disgusted, you know, right. about this. But so <laughs> I'm working in the church and I end up working in business in the church again, being given, you know, charged to be able to make large deposits that, you know, whatever did not make it over, you know, Sunday night or Monday, you know, right. here I am with the person we're going to deposit the ten thousand dollar offering from the day before and so i would say to god well why is it that all of this is again i i would look around and see other people specialists in their lane doing uh-huh. what they do and i was like well god what am i supposed to do well you know lord how does this go how do i mesh all these together and so then we have the show with the um um with the fundraiser for Kenya, which actually came about because people would say to me, oh, I love what you're doing. I love the idea of the girls, you know, going off to college and to send them, you know, your idea of sending money over for a computer lab, um, your idea of, of, of making sure that they had sanitary napkins so that they could make it to school. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. That's what people would say. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go. Uh-huh. It would come time for them to go when nobody show up, no one. Wow, okay. There yeah. would come time for them to make their donation. Not a penny but mine. Gotcha. So, well, what am I supposed to do? This just doesn't make any kind of sense. I don't really you know, know how to do this. And, you know, at the time I was making six figures. And okay. so it didn't bother me to fund that because I was funding things, you know, for my ministry, funding mm-hmm. my family, taking care of, you know, grandmother, all this other stuff. And so I ended up, I don't know, maybe two, three o'clock in the morning. And it was like the heavens opened up. And I heard the voice of the father come and say, put it all together. All right. I'm like, put it all together? <laughs> you know, because even at the, um, uh, the churches, there was a huge dance ministry there, right. or is a huge dance ministry there. Right. And, you know, I found myself on the hotel. 
you know, keeping up with the, the rooming list and how many people were coming and helping to calculate figures and stuff like that. Right. And so that business piece was there at that church. Because every church I've ever been called to assist at in the arts, there was always this business piece there. Okay. But I never thought about it for myself, how to blend until I heard put it together. So I said, fine. So people look at me and they go, why are you doing, you know, a mystery show? Is it murder? Sometimes, you know, something is stolen. Sometimes, you know, it's your typical um, murder mystery. Sometimes right. it's your clue who done it. it. It's just a series of, of mystery right. games that we play. And, and sometimes it's full scripted. Sometimes it's game led. Why would you do that? You're a child of God and blah, blah, blah. Look, that's what people want to come see. Right. They want to go to theater. Uh-huh. Right? And it's, it's wholesome. And it's a fundraiser. Right. Um, Right. So the business piece married with the arts piece helps get the money that's needed to support the ministry. Exactly. Because unlike other, um, other churches or the ministries that have large followings, just, you know, get on the radio or stand up in a pulpit. I don't have a pulpit. Right. So where am I going to go say, come support the ministry? Ooh. Right. Well, I could go buy a pulpit and put it in my family room, but who, who right. Because <laughs> I know I'm not called to the pastorate. So I'm not called to the pulpit, so there ain't going to be a pulpit. Gotcha. That's right. So then I have to find an avenue, at, you know, in order to make these requests and, right. and let the people know, hey, you came here for a theater experience, but actually it's a ministry. And at the end of the show, I tell them, right, he just contributed to a ministry that does A, B, C, D, E, F, and G. Right. And they are mesmerized. So it's a very slick way to raise the money. Okay. It's a great way to get a hold of actors that may be saved or unsaved because right. I don't have to put on the call. I don't have to do any of that for them right. because that's what they came for. They right. came to be actors in a production. I produced the show. And when things go wrong in their life, they know exactly who to come to. It's myself and usually two others that can take a, you know, for instance, some, someone in, um, in, in our show, um, Careful what I say here. Experienced something horrible in their okay. family, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, a couple of them did, okay. as we preached at them. But just because the spirit of the living Lord just rested in us and came through us, even while we were you do secular show, and they knew who to come to. They were able to say, "Oh, you know, hey Adrian, you know, can can you can you can you can you tell me something positive?" Say, so I said, you mean pray? Yeah, sure. Come on, let's pray. And then we make the circle. So there's there's ministry for the cast. There's ministry for the audience. It's a fundraiser right. for the production, and it keeps me in line with my total skill set. Right. Which is not only my spiritual gifts, but it's it's the earthly talent as well. Right. They work together like this. Look, there are some that are called to ministry that are working in Hollywood. Everybody has to figure out based on what it is that they're able to do, how do they represent the kingdom where they are? It may not look the way we think that it should. Uh And in my case, it is business development, which I do have a business development firm, and it is a theater uh, production company. And from time to time, as we see on my reel, from time to time, I do get opportunity to work on other people's projects. That's why I pick very carefully. So like if my agent calls and, you know, it's something um, that's a little too salacious, uh-huh. I have to say, well, now you know I can't do that. Right, right. You know, so I have to be willing to take the hit. You know, because I look at some, exactly. some, of the, some of the women on television that we were in the same cohort 
and they're doing different things for me because they were willing to do different things for me. I right. still was raising a son, was very involved in church. And so, you know, it just, it was a, a evolution. It was just a series of steps after step in my, right. in my walk and in, in my maturation of self and, and spirit so that I could figure out how this and this come together right. so that I can be able to get to the Bema seat. And when the father, you know, looks at me, I need him to say, good and well done, my faithful servant. That's right, right. I was thinking about the mind shifting, but you kind of talked about too. But I just know about you, you're driven and focused. Like once your mind is set to do something, you're focused on it. And that's it. It's like, no matter what anybody else says, Adrian's going to get this done. And that's one thing I admire about you. Being oh, steadfast. Thank you. Thank so what you. strategies would you give our viewers um, that can help them learn how to stay focused or if they feel stuck about, you know, living in a passion or a purpose? Well, you know, because even the best of us, we find ourselves sometimes... <sighs> Just, you know, like how you said, when you become overwhelmed, right? You, you, the memory becomes the memory becomes short term. Yes. You know, you start making little tiny mistakes. You know, right. and if you know that you're not someone that that typically happens to, that's your warning sign to slow down, take a breath. And um, what I think, because I every so often I go over this with myself. I just did it, you know, a couple of months ago. And I redid my personality assessment just because I felt a shift happening because, you know, every year or so you probably should review that just to see where you are right. on that. And so I would say work really smart at speaking for, for women, study very smartly about what a Proverbs 31 is. Mm -hmm. You know, so my strategies may sound, you know, like it's like they're weighed down too much, but what I did, um, study and understand what a virtuous woman is and is not, you right. know, take them, take some, you know, uh, closet time to understand that. Don't just go on the notes that you wrote from what, you know, prophetess so-and-so said and Bishop right. said and apostle, whoever said, um, don't just go by that, but just really like, you know, break down what the word says, you know, and just really take a couple of words at a time just to understand what is really being said and then how does that play out in today's uh, time because there's right. a socioeconomic difference now from the time when that was written. So what does that mean today? Exactly. Right? right. So I would say that that's, you know, um, that's, a, that's a piece of the strategy. Um, I would say study, you know, the, the parable um, of the of, of the talents to understand uh -huh. Uh -huh. which one you are. Yes. And be honest with yourself. Look, if you can't be honest with yourself, if I can't be honest with me, then I'm good as stuck. Where is it that right. we're going to go in our future self? Right. If we're not honest with who we are and expecting at the, the talent. What what are you doing with what was given to you? Uh-oh. For real, for real. Is it all a fantasy in our head? Right. Right? Is it just a fantasy in our head? Is it something that we talk eloquently about? Oh. Best strategies are looking at, you know, what you have to deal with working on the earth with people. Right. Putting it to the Proverbs 31, putting it to what the scriptures say about love, understanding where you are in terms of the talents, what you really have as a talent, what you right. got, not what you like to do. All right. Because it is truly a talent that was given to you. Right. And if so, how are you handling it? 
You know, are you multiplying it? You know, are you teaching others when you find others that have similar, but may not have the resources around them, you know, to grow up in it? Right. How are you relating, you know, to it that way? Taking your personality assessment very seriously because it's your own personal Bible. Because if you don't know what makes you trip up, you're just going to keep messing yourself up and everybody around you up and every organization that you go to, you know, and I'm not, I'm, I'm saying but it's, it's me too. I have to be cognizant. It's the, this is exactly what I do for me. Yes. I constantly review, am I that woman? Because if I'm, if I'm that woman in Proverbs 31, it's going to show up in the way that I parent. It's going to show up in the way, you know, that I, that I work out at, it's going to show up in the way that I run my business. It's going to show right. up in the way that I treat my employees with the Enneagram. And that's something that I would say everyone should check out the Enneagram. Right. Um, I yeah. like, for, I, I receive my daily Ennea thought from Enneagraminstitute.com and it's spelled E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M, Enneagram, Institute.net. You go there. I mean, there's a bunch of different apps. I actually have right. an app on my phone that I go back to and I look, you know, at, but um, that, you know, the breaks down. Down, that gives you the percentages. Oh, you're forty five percent caregiver, eighty five percent achiever, twenty five percent right. Um, but I would say a strategy for people to go by is to understand um, who they are in terms of their personality test. Get that daily any a thought to remind you of the great aspects of your personality, right? And the not so great aspects of yeah. your personality, right? Sort of like a daily check, right? Know, just to keep yourself straight. So a strategy would be to check out the Enneagram too, for oneself, um, which means you're going to have to take the test. It's like 100 questions, but it's worth it. <laughs> right. Um, the TAP test, the Temperament Analysis Profile, which is great. You know, these are I'll great counseling yes. tools. You've heard that, right, because they employ that a lot in the church. Um, will give you great insight. On, but just, it's so interesting because seemingly innocuous questions that you answer Right, feel so much about it. We count this just because it's not preached from the pulpit does not mean it should be discounted. So I would say study the Enneagram, study the uh, temperament analysis profile. They both um, come from a spiritual perspective. Right. So that's comforting. Yeah, that's comforting to me. I would say don't be secretly jealous of the world. Just remember that the gifts were given without repentance. Right. And if we're staying true to who we are and paying attention talents that we're going to do greater that's than right. the world is doing because that's what the word says right right so i would say pay attention to what's happening because you know, you know i get i get reminded about what i can do by looking at what the world is doing exactly that's if they're right. doing that in wickedness my goodness what is it that i can do that's knowing right. who the father is and doing my very best to live into who he's called me to be know that um that 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 great that we're fearfully and wonderfully made no matter yeah. what happens you know and we say these things to people and it seems as though we don't know what it is to be down in the dumps right even when the not so good stuff is happening That's we right. have to do our very best to remember that we are more than conquerors and just remember as bad as it may currently seem and or as bad as it was in the past imagine how bad it would have been if you hadn't had your heart your heart, your mind, and your whole person set on exactly. moving forward right. in, in the, in, toward the place that God has called you to. It right. not, you probably might not have survived it. That's right. You know? So I would also say um, eat whole foods, 
but, and it's easier to eat foolishness when you're as we're on the run. Yes. Right? Between usher board meeting, dance ministry rehearsal, you got <laughs> oh, you're singing the choir too. You're on the passes appreciation board, you know, you're helping out with the with the youth and the car wash. So who right. really has time, you know, to fix food? You know, right. I remember in my counseling days, in my secular counseling days, right. I remember going to this workshop um, that told us that studies have proven that the human body works in an optimal manner when it's two nights a week to do absolutely nothing. Mm. So our kids are too busy. Right. Well, because they don't have a night to do just nothing. Um, so if we can find a way to get some rest, like this, some of our um, brothers and sisters, um, you know, they have a lot of holidays that they acknowledge. It's uh -huh. those same holidays in the same that we read, but we don't take them. Right. So there's some built-in rest days that the father's yes. already given that we right. just bulldoze straight through them. We sure and do. You know, we bulldoze straight through. We're working That's all right. day on those days, all night on those, because, because we got to get the bills. We gotta be, so we need to be eating whole foods. We need to be drinking lots and lots of high alkaline water. Yes. You know, we need to be eating less meat, less sugars. Yes. And we need to be taking some breaks. We don't have to be at work all the time. If we're doing what we're supposed to be doing and not keeping up, trying to keep up with the Joneses and not wasting what the father has given us, we can take the breaks. Right. Now, when you're an entrepreneur, like you and I are, sometimes it does get a little bit hard because mm -hmm. you cook bottle washer you dance person trying to cook, connect with this person but for the most part most of us are not entrepreneurs right so it becomes a little easier for us when we're not i mean in terms of strategies to live into our best selves eat well men do what you got to do in terms of uh, knowing how to be a pv3 one man okay that's learn right how to be a pv3 one woman understand what love is is not Figure out what the personality is, what the, right. what the positives and the negatives are, you know, yes. for your personality. Yes. Don't be secretly jealous of the world. You're going to church talking about, oh, the people of the world. and they, You stop lying. You know you want that house. Right. Come on. You know you want that car. You know you want those funds. Because I'm going to tell you, I've lived on the side of $17,000 a year, $12,000 a year, $35,000 a year. Hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars a year. I gotta tell you, sis, it's better on a hundred and eighty-seven thousand dollars. I believe it. <laughs> Money answers all things. That's a whole nother scope. <laughs> and it's supposed to work for you. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Really quick, when you mention the gifts, I think it's so great too. Taking these um, type of um, what do you call them? The test, the personality test, and everything, because it also it serves as accountability. Once you understand yeah. who you are and everything, accountability to stay true to yourself. It also teaches you about your pitfalls. Like you said, you got the positive things, but you got those pitfalls that you get a blind spot that you can't see. That's right. You fall into them. And then that's confirmation. Like for yeah. me, when I took the temperament test, I was like, it confirmed my call and my purpose. Even more, I was like, yes. It's like the light was like, yes. <laughs> I'm telling you, right. I take those tests. They are so great. And they can become yeah. addictive. <laughs> and then you find out that it's not even black and white. You can be a multiple things. You can be a little bit That's of this, right. a little bit of that. And, you know, so it's so great. But you, you gave us a whole lot to think about. And it's funny because with everybody's interview, there was something about health, self-care, 
being self-aware of things, um, really getting clarity of who you are, what your purpose, what your passion is, and, and all of that. So everything just ties together, and it's a holistic approach. Oh, oh, oh. oh. What I would say is for those that are interested um, in business development, we have already deeply counted services um, over at thegreenaid.com. It's T-H-E-G-R-E-E-N-A-I-D-E.com. I created them with a certain population of people in mind, folks that don't necessarily have the resources around themselves to create their ministries, you know, to figure out who they are, what they're supposed to be doing. Awesome. Um, because there's a lot of, there's a lot of systems out there that's designed to take your money. They do right. have some good, you know, um, help there, but they're over, over, overcharging. So that's something um, um, to make sure that I, that I uh, said here in the, um, in the interview so that it would be clear, thegreenaid.com has uh, resources to not only help you start your business, but help you get funding for uh, business, for, for building acquisition um, and uh, maintenance, uh, performance improvement plans, um, also free uh, financial analyses to determine, you know, what you can, what you cannot do at this time, how to start with nothing and grow to become truly the lender and not the borrower right right to really be the head and not the tail we're supposed to be walking around um with the ability if there's an emergency if i say oh cheryl i'm in a jam i need thirty five hundred dollars you're supposed to say come by the house tonight i got it exactly you're supposed to be able to be liquid cash right, right. not right. girl let me call 12 people and see if i can yep. find two hundred twelve dollars <laughs> tell the truth so that's part of the premise behind the green aid so that is the business development side. And of course, um, um, anyone looking me up online, Miss Adrienne Yune on Twitter, on, I think that's what I am on Instagram. I know that's what I am on, on Facebook. All you got to do is say, you're interested in coming to see a show or anything like that. Just uh, send me a message saying that you saw this uh, interview and we'll work out a nice discount for you and your people, you know, to come and enjoy. Thank you again. It was a pleasure. I'm glad you, I got to snatch you for a few minutes. <laughs> this was good. Thank you so much. This is great. This is really yes. great. And I'm, I'm really proud of you, Cheryl, because I've never seen anything like this done. And I, I think it's pretty ingenious. And um, it speaks to so much of who you are and, and how you are. You're, you're pressing to, to get this ministry done, to get this, get this, you know, to the people. So I, I appreciate it. You know, thank you for letting me be a part of it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're confirming my purpose. <laughs> all right now. All right now. Oh, we want to thank all of our viewers, everybody who tuned in to all of our broadcasts from the skin. We hope that have motivated you to just really, really get into what it is you are called for, why you're here. You know, have that existential moment, that thinking like, why am I here? What purpose do I serve? And understand that who you were back then, years ago, you may be somebody different now, and that's all part of life as well. So we're so glad you joined us. Keep on tuning in. We appreciate all of you. Thank you so much. Have a good evening. Bye. Get your life back. Get your life back.